Welcome to Games on Earth, episode 271 for Friday. Wait, 272 for Friday. Friday. April 23rd, 2021. I'm your host, Derek Thompson. With me, as always, we have Jesse Brown. Uh, Jesse! How are you? Uh, I'm excellent. How are you? That's the uh, most important question. I got, I got, a, I got the sore arm. I got that sore arm syndrome that's going around. <sighs> two, two or one? One. So I got sore oh, okay. arm syndrome number one. So I still got know right. someone's gonna punch me in the arm later too. You still need. I see. Now I can't wait for sore, I, sore arm syndrome. I've got to wait till June fifteenth. June fifteenth is sore arm syndrome oh, release yeah. day for me. Ugh. Yeah. Get that. Everyone go out and get stabbed in the arm as fast as possible. Um, if you're listening as to this and you haven't been stabbed possible. yet, just go uh, go to a, anywhere there's doctors and ask, hey, where can I get the vax? And then they'll uh, they'll stab you. Looking, and, for, and a give fresh, you those, looking for a quick stabbing. Looking for some dead cells. Give me that, give me mm-hmm. that immunity power. My body right now, mm-hmm. just full of that drug, full of that virus. Building all those antibodies. Oh, there's a war did going you, on behind the scenes. Did you? When did you get the stab? Yesterday. So yesterday was the stab, and it's and you just have sore arm. Uh, yeah, sore arm. A little tired uh, yesterday. Sour, sour A little tired today, but maybe I'm just always tired. A little bit of fatigue. Low impact lifestyle leads to a lot yeah. of naps. Anyway, so. I mean, is, is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, no problem there. <laughs> this there's is a podcast wrong. all about those darn freaking games that people play all the time. What the heck? Oh, they, they're constantly moms and yep. moms and girlfriends. Candy Crush. They hate them. She yeah. hates it. Oh no, they love oh. Candy Crushers, but they hate the other stuff like oh. uh, the Grand Theft Auto. Yep, that's and, one uh, of them. Yeah, they hate it's just you know all sorts of no good. I'll tell you that. Um, I've been playing this classic, uh, a restored classic uh, from ages past. Is uh, it an age game? It is, is an it age game of ages. It's a game all about ages. Wow. Are, you, are there empires in this game? There are some, and there are also some that wouldn't be considered empires. But I mean, they're considered. Empires. <sighs> mm, are we talking about Age of Empires? We're talking about Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition, which came out ah. recently uh, and is uh, available now for free on Xbox Game Pass for PC. Um, you can go download it now. Uh, it is a remade, like HDified, um, kind of rebalanced and retooled and built out version of Age of Empires 3, which I really never played much. I played a little bit of AOE 3 back when it came out, but I was way more of a Age of Empires 1, Age of Empires 2, and Age of Mythology boy. But when Age of Empires 3 came out, it just felt weird how there was like the town at home, but now I love the town. It's cool, like building a you, deck of cars. You hated, but now, the, you hated the town, but now you love the town. Well, the problem with the game at launch was that when you'd when you play any faction, any civilization for the first time, you would have no cards in the deck, and you'd have to play them a bunch I'm of so times. I'm confused because I don't remember. I, I don't remember cards in yeah, any. Yeah, that's age right. Of I'll get games. there. I'm getting there. So okay. in this game, Age of Empires three, it takes place kind of surrounding the colonial era era the error mm-hmm. and that's funny um error. 
So it's all about the colonial era and you start out as a sieve and you have uh, like for every skirmish game you play, every um, multiplayer game, you're managing you just a no-name sieve or are you an actual no, like you pick a an I'll just I'll pick one I'll pick one for this example uh I was the Ottoman Empire um that's okay, one I'm okay. actually leveling up uh quite a bit or playing a lot I should say um so you start with the Ottoman Empire and you go in just like any other Age of Empires game except now every time you do a skirmish you have a home city that remains constant and the way that you build out that home city it lets you kind of create a deck of cards which all sort of uh tune your play style for how you want to play that round so if it's like a naval focused game if you know there's gonna be a lot of water you can get like a Mm navy you can build like a navy deck or i know i love ottomans because they have that uh they have the biggest uh, artillery they have like these massive cannons uh and so so i build what what's up they have, they have shinies, like the yeah. shiny cards. I'm, I'm just thinking of Pokemon now. <laughs> yeah, they have holographics. Yeah, holographic they have holographic. Charizard. Um, yep. uh, no, and they have... So I built a whole deck all about artillery. And now when I play, I you know play building out that deck. Um, and play mm-hmm. using that deck. And it's just... Your Ottomans. And it's like a neat layer of metagaming that goes over top of, you know... Because when you're playing Age of Empires games, you like hop in for a skirmish with your pals or whatever, um, mm-hmm. and then that's it. There usually isn't like you're usually not like figuring out. Oh, I'm gonna try this deck this time, this build, and I think that's where I found a lot of fun. The decks thing is still just throwing me off. Every time you say <laughs> deck, I just don't know what I'm. I don't know what to picture. Yeah. So like, does it not have like, it, does it not have any of the old information? Like, is it not like, do you not like build uh no, you, you still like start with a town center, build, you know, houses and, and you like build units that, that come out and then you use those units yep. to craft like, yeah. like, um, uh, uh, like a horse farm, <laughs> like, like a horse cavalry. farm. You know, or like, but I mean, like, or like a barracks, like, oh, you make a barracks and your barracks generate yeah. soldiers. You know what I mean? No, like, that's all the same still. What the deck what will the change f- is like, as you're playing, you're getting what's called experience and that will okay. level you up. Uh, and as you level up, you will be able to get more shipments, they're called. So you unlock shipments and each shipment is basically being the ability to play a card. Um, and they can be like... Oh, this one improves artillery damage. This one Im- improves uh, training speed of this unit. Uh, this this shipment is just like twelve dudes with swords, but I can only use it once. So if I ever like really quickly need twelve dudes with swords, I can pull that card. Like, oh shit! I need twelve dudes with swords. <laughs> ah, shoot! I need twelve dudes ah, with swords shoot, right away. The prince is having a bar mitzvah, and he needs twelve <laughs> dudes with swords. <laughs> They've got twelve different they need carved at the same time it's a big bar mitzvah mm-hmm. that makes sense anyways so that adds this meta layer of like oh uh i'm gonna test around and like see this this uh sieve the the, the sorry the sieves are all different and like the units that you can produce with them and kind of how they play in in some regards. Maybe mm-hmm. not quite as different as some of the age of mythology says, but the Persians can make elephants. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um but then on to add the cards on top of that, the shipments uh from the mm-hmm. hometown, 
it just adds a lot of diversity to your playthroughs and makes each skirmish uh, feel a little different and, well, have the potential to be a little different. Um, mm-hmm. You could be, you know, testing on a new See? deck and seeing how things are going with this sieve, with this deck, or uh, and you, you build decks for each different sieve. So every single one of the civilizations that you play as will have its mm-hmm. own home city that you build decks for and kind of customize. Um, so yeah, that translates into gameplay as like, you know, buffs, bonuses, different units but beyond that there's also um just some interesting gameplay going on with how the maps are set up um so unlike like in previous age of empires games you'd have you know the enemies would start their base you'd start your base and there's resources to get and gold and you know get the gold get the wood get the food uh mm-hmm. but in this uh in age of empires 3 they added trade routes which are like um, a, they go across the map and there's different little camps that you can set up little trade posts and try and get control of this route and it just adds this objective strategy uh, to each round as well if there's like a trade uh, spot uh, a trade pathway like you want to yeah. take control of that you want to take advantage of that um, my trade pathway now yeah, and you don't want the enemies to have it so it just creates these little nat- natural uh flashpoints of conflict uh that kind of force you out of just turtling up um mm. which i don't know that that's you fun see, too you see an enemy trade route and you say hey i found this card 12 dudes with swords <laughs> <laughs> it does make me yeah 12 12 dudes with swords yeah throw that out <laughs> right there uh beyond that you also have like every uh different civilization starts with its own hero unit uh at the beginning and they're like your basic explorer uh, like gandalf or basically uh, a hobbit (laughs) yeah yeah it's basically a gandalf um like a famous explorer or like some dude that's i don't know uh like for the chinese it's like a monk guy who can summon five more monks and then they all fight uh but there's these little treasures just thrown all around the uh map that you can uh, oh i remember guarded by npcs so you they, can go around. They had that in Age of Empires 2 as well, right? Because yep, you bring yes. them back relics, is what they were called, they're, right? Yeah. In this, they're not relics. You don't bring them back the same. Um, okay. It's more like you get whatever, like you have to fight. Maybe it's a pack of bandits or something. And then you'll get mm-hmm. the treasure in there. And the treasure is, it's a lot like those relics things. Like but the you can treasure get a, was inside a, of you a pet all rhino or, a, uh, you know, all the weird shit that relics would offer. But, anyways. It's been a lot I only of fun. remember him offering bonuses and stuff like that. I never yeah. got pet rhinos from my relic. I know that relic. There's a relic that made it so, you, so it just spawned monkeys um, at your temple. Yeah, but they didn't do anything, did they? Yeah, I mean, they're really weak, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? A, a monkey's a monkey. I'll take a it. A monkey's a monkey to a monkey, yeah. That's what I've been um, told. But yeah, I've been playing. I, I, I haven't really been playing alone. They uh, did just put out. So, Definitive Edition came out with two additional uh civilizations that weren't in the main game the swedes and the uh uh i don't remember inca i don't i don't remember uh but the they just obviously you don't care well they just came out with the united states uh as a faction um and to get it you have to play 50 different challenges that each are based around one state um which is i don't know kind of a neat thing i guess 
That but seems like a lot of work, though. Is that something that they're is all very really easy challenges? Like one, oh, okay. one of the challenges is like that I'm on right now is build three churches, build a church as three from three different sieves, basically. What state is that? Um, Massachusetts Michigan. or something? No, I'm not to Michigan yet. I'm not that far in, but. Still, once you get them all, you unlock that new sieve of United States, which is kind of neat. And then uh, they're also adding additional uh, factions in the future as well. So they're continuing to support this 20 or 18 year old game that now well, that they, it's been like refreshed. Do you think it's just because of the hype of the new game that's coming out? Do you think that they're going to stop support once they've once they've had their payday on oh, their new game? I mean, I don't I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, but it's kind of a, mirac- a miracle that they supported it back to, ha- to life to yeah. uh, come back like this. But um, yeah, I'm. Sh- it's definitely it definitely builds up anticipation I think for a, four. A lot of that too is because uh, not necessarily hype by any means, but like in reality, hype that is generated by the game. Like people were excited for the release of the new game. So I think like that that like oh my god I'm so excited for that main remember what fun we used to have playing Civ three like AOE. we should or not Civ three sorry yeah AOE three they're like dude we should totally play that again just to get prepared for the new game to come out so I <laughs> for feel me like it's it was a like oh I never really played much AOE three I guess this I have I wonder if this is any good nowadays let me you, try it out you better not pull a Jesse Brown you better not burn out on AOE three and then not have any room left for uh, AOE four. AOE 4 is not out yet. No, I know, but that but that was what it was announced. I didn't know if they had a different name. I didn't know if they changed the name up to, like, AOE Spaghetti Stand or something, you know? <laughs> I don't know if it's the same creative team, but I'm sure it's still uh, Age of Empires. Uh, I don't think 4 has much spaghetti in it, but I'm sure that's got to be an unlockable technology. I mean... Geez. Exactly. That's only when you get to play the Italians. Yep, exactly. Oh, jeez. It's, but it's been... A lot of fun. Uh, just going back and playing a game that's kind of that structurally simple as well. Um, mm-hmm. That isn't, you know, full of dailies or weeklies or like that at some point can kind of seem like chores. Uh, yeah. Like when you're playing like multiple live service games or MMOs, it kind of feels like every game is like, play me to do all your dailies in me. And Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, that was definitely it, when I was playing, like, uh, uh, Paimon, what, uh, uh, what, what... Genshin Impact. Yeah, Genshin Impact, seriously, it was like... Even with Wild Rift, too, with Wild Rift, it was like, man, I gotta log on and get my daily bonus. So I don't do my daily bonus. <laughs> or, else, or else, what am I doing? Yeah, well, I really, <laughs> uh, it's such a waste. I mean, well, in reality, they do make them like that. Like, legitimately, it's like, hey, if you play this, play this game... You get 10 XP for every yeah. match you play, but for the first match of the day, you get 200 XP. So you're like, oh, they fuck. just got to get you in the door. They just got to oh, get yeah, you in absolutely. there to the to the feeding den, and yep. then they lock the door behind you. Yep, and they've got me fed. They fed me. <laughs> I'm being fed, not well. Bean fed. You're just full bean of beans. Fed. Just straight bean fed. That's what I am. You're uh, fed. I, I am. I played. Uh, I played some more. Um, <laughs> s- some more. Come on, uh, you can do Cyberpunk it. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. Um, 
Still definitely experiencing uh, some issues. <laughs> Week still three of the continued check-ins on Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's still... <laughs> I am, like, at the edge. Like, I've got, like, about 100 hours logged in. Like, I, I have been prioritizing just doing... Um, side quests so like i know for a fact i'm like man this this is clearly the next in the storyline of like what the of what i need to do um and it is definitely i i completed today literally a half an hour before this podcast i fired it up because i was like i think i got a couple left i'm just gonna keep going and so i finished all of the available side quests that i had and then I walked to the story quest that was available, and I walked up to it, and it automatically gave me the, you better fucking finish all your side quests, because you can't go <gasps> oh, back until you finish with the game. So shit, I was like, oh there. shit. Wow, yeah, like, you're I on am the there. precipice. Like, I'm, about a, I'm about 100 hours into the game, and I am on the <laughs> last questus. The quest, <laughs> Uncle Festus questus. So, um, I don't know. It, like I said, I'm still having some bugs. Like, <laughs> I don't want to say game-breaking, but I mean, in reality, they are. They're not, sorry, not game-breaking. Um, like, one of them was just that super goofy scenario where, like, you, like, hop off of a building. It's the bug to, report of the week. It, it, yeah! It is a bug report. This is legitimately what it is. So, like, one of those things where, like, you try to vault over something and your character, like, clips into an area where it's just a little weird so you kind of like get stuck but yeah, like i had one I had where that I, I think i, I hopped off a building and i landed on like the roof of a car or something mm-hmm. and when i did that like i lost half my health <laughs> which i shouldn't have it was not a far fall and i was like okay well i just need to wait for like they have it set up where you have like a a moment of like regaining yourself like where you're just kind of like can't do anything while your character is trying to like yeah. readjust to what is happening. Yeah. And when I did that, like I'm sitting there waiting and my character just died. Yeah. So I fell like three feet, lost half my health. And I'm like, well, that was stupid. And you then while the I was waiting to get off a piece of metal or like a piece of brick, it was just it was I, very tragic. I think I just had a brain aneurysm or something. Oh. I was just like, I'm like, man, I probably, I, I don't think I should have taken damage from that. And it was like, well, you know what? Now you're just dead. Okay. You get a about watermelon, damage. Drop it three feet from a cement floor and see what happens. I bet, I bet your watermelon's gonna, gonna die. Yep. And that's what will happen to your head. So don't fall three um, feet. That's the, the freaking warning. That's your watermelon. That's your watermelon. So don't, this you is your watermelon on drugs. This is your watermelon on brains. <laughs> so uh, and then the other thing that I had that was uh, a, a nice a nice change of pace yeah, yeah. for uh, weird bugs was uh, <laughs> one of the characters that you're talking to in the game. Like they're they were supposed to be holding like uh, like a, a data pad, an iPad, whatever. And uh, instead, I don't know if like maybe my the only guess I can think is like maybe they had like a model number of what they were supposed to be holding and the wrong model number got injected because while this <laughs> character is like standing there, like with their hands out, like holding like a data pad of some okay. sort I'll while their other hand is swiping around. What's that? I'll just imagine they should be holding a clipboard. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, except instead it was just a, a whiskey glass full of whiskey sideways <laughs> just floating in the middle of their hands. Like, like and it was Are they so doing funny calculations because, on the whiskey. No, but that's the thing is the whiskey was floating in a place where it wasn't even like touching their hands. It was Damn, just the floating so up cool. a, 
above. Damn. And then on top of it, like the the whiskey, it was really weird. So the glass is a normal glass, and it's open on one end like a glass should be, and it was filled with liquid. But for some reason, the liquid had like movement, but there was like a clear uh, like an invisible wall on top of the glass. So there is liquid inside of this glass. Like that should be dumping everywhere. Like, it should be an empty glass, but all but it is, it's is you just see the liquid the glass sloshing because, around back yeah. and forth and <laughs> slapping an invisible wall and then going back into the bottom of the glass. Like it just did wow. not make sense. The future it is was, just so beautiful, a magical place. Right. I'm just saying, like, out of all the the silly things, I don't know. It is it is weird, like, to see the level of detail they put into so many aspects of the game. Yeah, it's like, man, this is wild. It, but it's also funny to look at it and be like, man, I'm surprised that they they left this so undetailed. And I'm not yeah. talking about that one instance because obviously glitches happen. I totally understand that. But I'm just saying, like, there are a lot of times where you'll like see things and you'll be like. Man, I'm surprised they didn't spend more time on this specific thing. Yeah, like I no, can't that, believe that they're like they had to make <laughs> 500 gazillion ads, but like just, this is the one little thing that they didn't do. I feel like that's indicative of like how unfinished the game was, or like the state yeah. it was in. Like it mm. needed to bake for like at least another six months. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, and it has at this point, and it's still not fixed. But that's no, probably it's, it's, mostly. It's definitely not one hundred percent. I mean, ready. a that's lot of that is sure. also because, like, now once it post release, like their updates are geared towards what the people playing are experiencing. Like, uh, they got yeah. Be. These are the things that people are having problems. So, with like, they it's not like the time to jump back and and like, oh, let's go put in a little more detail on on level three uh, at no. this spot. Let's make sure that this the whiskey glass actually sits in the hand. Um, and it's not a uh, whiskey glass. It's a data pad instead, actually. Um, so they just didn't have time to clean up that kind of shit because they're, they're spending all their time trying to fix. Okay, so this guy, his game's crashing anytime he logs in and starts playing. <laughs> Let's you know try what? and resolve I, this for him. <laughs> I think they need to fix my whiskey glass problems before they worry about that, Jim <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's, what the heck is his problem? I'm the one who talks about their video game every couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, you need some of that special treatment that we get from the devs all the time for yeah. doing this podcast. Um, people wow. be surprised. I mean, the, the listeners don't realize the amount of uh, influence we have over the actual video game world. Yeah, it's kind of dumb, like, how much power they give us. Um, yeah, you'd think that. You know, you'd think they would know better, but I'm not even like a big Xbox fan. Learn. And the guy, Phil Spencer, came. He, he gave me a call. He's like, "Hey, should we put out a new Xbox?" And I was like, <laughs> "Sure." And he's like, "What's?" Uh, I was thinking about a cool few names. How does a Series X sound? And I was like, <laughs> "Sure, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever." And he's like, <laughs> uh, "What kind of games should I put on it?" And I was like, "Just put a Halo on it. O- open world Halo. Do do a do that. It'll make people go crazy." And he's like, yeah. "Okie dokie, right away, yeah, sir." He, he said, "People, people will go cuckoo for cocoa puffs." <laughs> uh, I will say, I did see some interesting news for Xbox fans today, which um, interesting is news, Xbox really cool. fans. It is it is incredibly interesting. It's something that they sh- Xbox should have done or Microsoft should have done a thousand years ago, but Xbox has just taken a page out of uh, PlayStation's book or Sony's book, and they are now allowing people to play free online multiplayer games 
without having Xbox oh, Live. Oh, thank God. So, like, Apex Legends, Warframe. I'm assuming Fortnite. I know Apex Legends specifically was the big one. <laughs> yeah, and War- um, Warframe. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, stuff like that where it's, like, a free-to-play game that has an online service. You no longer need Xbox Live in order to play it now. So very nice so there you go that's it and that is to me very interesting i uh i appreciate that they've done it now i think they it's, should have done it yeah. uh a long fucking time ago yeah but i feel you like know that's what they the did it, it so I can't, I can't i can't complain too much i mean but, i can i'm still complaining yeah this has been games they should have done they should have done it they should have done it a long time ago it's too I mean, late now i know I, I that you, know, you guys can thank Derek because he was when he was talking to Phil Spencer. When I Phil forgot. Spencer was like, "Should I make a new one?" And you were like, <laughs> "Yeah, but you should also not charge fucking Xbox Live fees to play free games. Yeah, I just buy a buy and a Fortnite like, on a PlayStation. Like, oh, okay. And then he did it. So you're like, "I'm thanks. the Spencer now. I'm the Spencer now. Thanks so much for listening." Thanks, Kyle Lannister, for the intro outro music. This is a pretty short mm-hmm. one today, but that's just because, you know, it's the... what What's even out right now? Come Let's be on. real. It was about... It's not about Phil Spencer anymore, yeah. okay? Yeah. Get over it. It's about us. Get over it. Get over here. Speaking of that, New Speaking Mortal Kombat movie Kombat comes out this weekend. Out this Get weekend. over here. Get over here and see it. Yeah, see the new Mortal Kombat movie. We'll talk Derek, about it next week. why don't you week? take us out by... Derek, why don't you take us out by telling us your favorite, uh, your top three fighters from Mortal Kombat? Uh, Kung Jin is cool because he uses Kung a, Jin because he uses a staff <sighs> that is like neat, and he kicks ass. What? Why did you laugh at Kung Jin? Kung Jin's cool. I didn't know Kung Jin was an actual <laughs> character from Mortal Kombat. I thought you knew all about Mortal Kombat. Oh God, I thought I did too. Oh my God. Kung? Oh, Kung Jin is a guy with the, yes. with the bow and arrow. Yeah, he's cool. Okay. Okay. All right. Wow. I'm a shithead. You're oh, you're you're the normal man. I'm the shitter. Well, so all right. Like, so keep going. I'm sorry. I fucked it I up. I mean, Next the classic. Two. Everyone's gotta love. Everyone loves the scorpion. You know, gotta, mm-hmm. gotta love Scorp because get over here. It's classic mm-hmm. line. It's the kind of the one that made the series, and he's and he's like. Get over here to the theaters and see the new. Did you see that promo? Get over here. No, was that really here. a promo? <laughs> I'm just joking, man. I would have believed it. I would have believed it. Get everyone, get over here. Get your butt in the theater. It's me, Scorpion. Um, but no, I like Scorpion. I like how they've they've kind of uh, turned his character into a good guy over time, just because he's always been kind of the most popular character of the series, like the marquee face of the series. And also he's always been just a demon skull with no good story and just, who just kind of dies in everything. Um, so Uh, it's cool that they've kind of rewritten him, uh, a bit to be kind of the good guy, him and, and, uh, Sub-Zero are both, uh, good guys now, which is great. Mm Um, but so yeah, Scorpion's my number two fave. Kung Jin's probably number one. Favorite number three of the Mortal Kombat crew. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, he's an Australian with a robot eye, a laser eye. Oh, um, you're talking about... God, why can't... I hate him. I love him because I, I love to you, hate him. You love him because you hate him. Um, his name yeah. is... 
One eye Australian. Wait, I don't want to look it up. Don't don't look it up. Don't look it up. Mortal. Don't look it up. I okay. want don't don't look Won't it look up. Because uh, I know who it is. His it's name not Shinnok. was Robert Paulson. <laughs> it's not Robert Paulson. It's not Baraka. I keep thinking of like um, like the robots, like I, Cyrax, and Cyrax. Sector oh my and god, Kano. It's Kano. Kano. I like Kano because I hate Kano. Kano is oh, hilarious. Is how awful he is and funny. Um, and I hope they do a good. Kano I'm pretty job. sure Kano's in the new movie. Yeah, I hope they do a good job with him in this movie because. He's when you say like, do a good job, you mean you hope he dies? Well, yeah, he's got to die. Um, in in one of the mortal, the recent ones, he kills his past self and dies, or something like. I've, oh, I I do remember that. He does that something, was in like ten. Oh, my God. Anyway, he's a funny boy. He's got a, he's got a laser eye. Uh, so yeah, I'd like to see how that portrayal plays out. Um, least favorite. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, Raiden. Really? Really, Raiden or Raiden? Is Raiden, Raiden a different guy? Raiden. Okay, just making sure. Or he used I to be my favorite. Jin. When you said Kung Jin, I was thinking Kung Lao, so... Now he's well, just kind of a super boring Yeah, Well, he's kind of... I think he was too much of the focus of 9 and 10 and 11, and it's kind of everything. Yeah. And... I feel like his character is just kind of an asshole, and, um, yeah. He's the Wet Wilson. Well, uh, definite Wet Wilson. Alert. Definite Wet Wilson alert. Wet Wilson alert. Wet Wilson alert. alert. Wet Wilson alert. Wet Wilson alert. Mm-hmm. Warning. Wet no Wilson good. alert. He's a no-good Wet Wilson. Warning. Warning. Wet Wilson detected. Warning. Wet Wilson detected. Warning. Wet Wilson uh, that voice does bring back a lot of memories, and they did have uh, a few throwbacks for, um, or not throwbacks even, but in in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, they had a lot of really funny, uh, not cameos, but like, um, what would you call that? Like a, uh, like a nostalgic bits. They had a they had a, a very funny um, throwback to the very first Portal game. So like, there's there's a character you encounter who is basically the the monster, the the villain of Portal One. The cake was a lie, but I'm not lying to you about this. This actually happened. So be there, be square. <laughs> bye bye. It was like an infomercial. <laughs> it is. 